When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yes, guys. What's going on? Make sure you head over to StretfordPaddock.BigCartel.com. Check out all the new merch. Remember, members get 10% off. Go and do it now. See you later. Yo! It's Monday, isn't it? Monday, isn't it? It's yeah. also known as International <laughs> What's Gowanin with COVID D-Day. Mm. And there's been leaks. You can't buy a player. You can't do nothing anymore, can you, without there being leaks? What's all that about, Joe? I don't know. <clears throat> like, leaks used to feel exciting and important and like they meant something. Now, everything's leaked. If you don't hear about it at least an hour before they want you to hear about it, is it even worth hearing about? Nah. Honestly, is it? No, nah, Because all is. the most important information in the world gets leaked anywhere between 48 hours and one hour before it happens. Yep. So, so what time's Boris's finger? Even? Who even cares? But, yeah, we point? know all the info about Seven. it. Seven. <clears throat> seven tonight. She's usually like tea time, innit? I'll just have to yeah. Yeah. He's doing announcements in the Commons now. Yeah. But the roadmap to leaving lockdown three, third and final lockdown, hopefully, the trilogy. Yeah. And they said that about the, the Bourne films, didn't Not they? Not a prayer. They said supremacy yeah. would no, be the last oh, one. COVID legacy coming Yeah. Next. They said Ultimatum would be the last one. And next thing Just the know, last one that Matt Damon was. Yeah. In. The next one will just be called Boris Johnson. And it's just him back on the. Booze, I don't know. Um, we'll talk about some Man United stuff as well, though, today, won't we? Apparently, in terms of Man United, the first game that they're looking at fans being back in stadiums is the last game of the season, Hooray! and we're away to Wolves, so no one can go to it because uh, presumably there Brilliant. won't be away fans, so, you know, the same way there wasn't away There's fans. There's not a prayer to be away fans. Isn't there like a 10,000 fan limit in the stadium at first as well? Is that Did I hear that right? I, I didn't see that, I'm not sure. We'll, we'll, we'll check I on mean, that. For safety concerns, I think they will just keep on fans. Because it's not going to be like, right, you can come to the stadium, all 75,000 of you. No. It's not going to do that, are they? So Unless if it is 10,000, if it is 10,000, I just. Then you're rolling it out pretty fast for August. Yeah. Rolling well, they're it. saying that everyone should have had the, the, the at least the first vaccination by. But they the also said like they? restrictions are going to be in place well beyond the vac- the second dose of the vaccine. Yeah. So you're like, well, okay. So what? Getting for pre-season. So does that mean we're never coming out of them then? Because well, after the so second dose of the vaccine, that's all we've got. Yeah. We're out of ideas. Yeah. In that case, it's like let's just die, I guess. Well, no yeah. more, no more bullshit. If if it, the vaccines are working and everything's 
as it is is normal whilst when they still keep us in lockdown so yeah. dodgy potentially I have my vaccine today Andy good what do you, what do you make of that did they turn your chip on yet no they didn't turn my chip on at all McCain. I'm, McCain I'm thinking chip. of getting a, um, a Windows PC though I don't know what that's about <laughs> uh, but I don't think it's anything my to dad's do with had that. the vaccine vaccination and my father I just think it's the well. combination of, of value for money and build quality is unparalleled certainly in Apple devices um, <laughs> that's going cool gone over so many people's heads <laughs> um, but yeah so we've got a couple of stories today the big story <clears> is, is coming from David Ornstein who's very respected highly respected journalist out of The Athletic knows his onions does he David. knows his onions and David I spoke Ornstein. to somebody um, <clears throat> I just spoke to someone about how they respect his work mm. um from like a club side of things, not necessarily United, but from a club side of things, where <coughs> what happens usually is like someone will have a story and they'll go to the club and go, hey, I've heard this. Mm. And then the club will go, that's a lot of bollocks. And sometimes they'll go, well, I'm running it anyway, especially well, if they work for the Sun. Whereas often what Ornstein does, he, he, he comes to you with the full package, supposedly, because mm-hmm. I've never you know, had to deal with him in this sense. Uh, although we've had him on the podcast. He comes to you and goes, so I've corroborated this from like four different sources. Right. And uh, Prove me wrong. Sort of, yeah. And he kind of just go, yeah, we're buying him, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> or well, not. Well, let me read case. some of this article then. So this is from <coughs> The Athletic and then we'll, we'll, we'll discuss okay. it afterwards. Uh, so this is from David Ornstein in The Athletic. <coughs> Manchester United, uh, cool interest in Sancho with centre-back and striker targeted. Last summer's transfer window was dominated by Man United's pursuit of Jadon Sancho. And although it failed to materialise on that occasion, the Dortmund winger has continued to be heavily linked with United ahead of the 2021 campaign. This is the, the key bit here, the next two paragraphs. Given the ongoing financial impact of COVID-19 and Sancho being a year closer to the end of his contract, which is in June 2023, it has been reported that Dortmund might accept a lower price for the 20-year-old at the end of this season uh, than the fee of over 100 million that they wanted previously. So that's him sort of mentioning other reports. This is where he goes. But the Athletic has learned that despite retaining an interest in Sancho and refusing to rule out signing him if the right deal arises, United's bid for the England international has been paused. The change is dynamic. Uh, sorry, the changing dynamic is believed to relate largely to the persistent rise of Mason <coughs> Greenwood, the 19-year-old uh, attacker whose trajectory last week recognized, was recognised with a contract extension. So it sounds as though... Let me go back over one of the lines there. Go on. Which one? Which one were we talking it about? It was the, the line that says, the right deal. Read that yes. one out again. Uh, it says, but the Athletic has learned, despite retaining an interest in Jadon Sancho and refusing to rule out signing him if the right deal arises, which, as you know, deals just arise. No one has to come up with them and negotiate them and, and make those deals. They just come out of the ground just like volcanoes. Walking, I was walking past a pop chip shop down yeah. there, right? Yeah. There are other chips available, but they're not as good, mm. right? <laughs> I was walking down past a pop chip shop there, and it said, get yourself a Sancho, 70 million in the window. Yeah. And the I was deal like, just arose, didn't it, Stay <clears throat> Out of nowhere. Um, so that word in there, are you suggesting then that um, United I'm suggesting, are being coy, but they still want him? No, I'm suggesting someone at the club's li- literally giving him that line. What, about the right deal yeah. rising? Now, whether or not that's because they're like, we'd like another 10, 15 million off the price, mm. or because it's literally word for word correct, like, yeah, you know, we, we like him, <coughs> we're not ruling him out, but, you know, we've only got X amount of cash and we've only got X amount of whatever. You know, there could be a, m- a million different factors at play. So, but I'm, I'm thinking that there might be something in the... Well, if the right deal arises, sort of line. So if we go, Andy, with the 
what that you know what that article is saying that United aren't so interested in Sancho now. Let's take it at face value to start with. Yeah. Do you think that w- would that bother you? Do you think we do need a right winger? Do you think we need Sancho in particular, or do you think they're talking about a centre back and a striker? Do you think we need those positions more than a right winger? What do you make of that news? Um, we definitely need a centre back and a right winger. But um, what do you want to get first? I'd rather get centre back. But like you say, uh, Dortmund it could be end up end up a bidding while. This summer we're like with Chelsea, Liverpool. I've heard Real Madrid as well. So Liverpool will fall on and will want to bounce back in the summer with a marquee signing or something. Mm. So I don't know. It could go to a bidding war, but I'd have a go concentrate on filling that defence. Do you think? What do you reckon, Steve? What What is United's priority now, if, if, if from your perspective? I don't think I don't think one position stands out over the rest. I think on a game to game basis, it fluctuates. Mm. I think United have got a desperate need for something at centre-half. Um, and I think someone at the club's definitely said that to people as well, but the way United got linked with, I don't know, every fit playing centre-back in the world last month. Yeah. Um, but I also still think that there's an issue on the right-hand side. And, you know, Dan James scoring a couple of goals this week shouldn't change that. Mm. You know, well, that he's he's a guy that can go, okay, well, you're the, the second-choice option and can rotate in and out as a good squad option. Fantastic. But we still need better. Mm. You know, like Cavani... He's 33. He's soon to be 34, I believe. Yeah. At least within the next year, I think. Yeah. So you go, yes, right. I just checked it. That's correct, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Within uh, the next 12 months, he'll be 34. like it. So you go, right, okay, so you've got Cavani. We definitely need someone else. Uh, I heard something over the weekend that United had made an inquiry over a striker. Right. Um, very preliminary. Yeah, I'm not having a good day talking today. Preliminary, folks, for anyone <laughs> at home who wants to know the actual so, there. I'm not is putting it, it out there just yet. Yeah, It is on my Patreon, but I'm not putting it out there publicly just yet because a lot can change, and this sounded like it was extremely early doors, sort of sounding mm. out. Is he interested? So without going into the details of it then, it Pre- isn't Haaland, is it? It's a Premier League striker. A Premier League striker. Ah. So... That suggests to me, as everyone knows, and I'm sure you know, we're all aware, that if United are looking at a striker, they're looking at a dozen or half a dozen strikers. So he could and be on the this list. This is the case. I mean, I got burnt big time on this very channel. Mm. Um, back with the day, well, the day before we signed Lukaku. So I know Herrera's agent, and Herrera was obviously in contact with Morata. Morata had told Herrera, I'll be a United player by Sunday. He told his agent. His agent told me, I did tomorrow's transfers today, about half an hour after I'd got that message. We signed Lukaku 12 hours later. Right. And I don't, so a video said that I've just been told Morata will be a United player by Sunday. And you had been told that. And well, he had, had been told yeah, that. Yeah, and I think Morata had been told that. And we played him. Um, you said about we need a, we need a centre-back. With Cavani getting on, with Martial's form this season, do you think... Astra- like, let's say we can sign three players in the summer and presuming that Sancho isn't one... Or No, if he was available... Would he be in one of the three that we'd sign? Because we're not going to sign just one player. Hopefully, we'll sign more Jesus, than one. I, hope not. I don't think that we're going to sign three. Here's the thing. You've got to go and find players who you go, oh, he starts. Mm. When I tell you the name, you go, oh, shit. Like, yeah. That's what you need. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're not doing that, what the f- what's the fucking point? Well, Andy, last summer, we United, you could argue, I mean, Cavani's turned out to be a starter, hasn't he? But I think when he was signed, he was meant to be an alternative to Martial, who at the time had just had his best ever season. Yep. So we've got Cavani, we've got Van der Beek, who seemingly was a backup and rotation option in midfield. We've got Tellers, who again has turned out to be a backup and rotation option. Um, we've got Diallo, who 
too young to say that you know as much expectation and palistry. You could argue United didn't sign any first team players or no players with the intention of there being first team players. So I think got almost like a year to catch up on. You think he was definitely? I think United got the fingers burnt last last summer and on the last day it was a mad rush and it was a bit embarrassing. Mm. Not not against Cavani and that, but for the image of the club, yeah, it was embarrassing. We were expecting a blockbuster, we, we, Sancho. We were, ex- we were expecting something big. Now I know it's COVID and all that, but maybe this summer now we have to make a statement. It's mm. all bollocks when you come out and say, "Oh, regardless of COVID, we can do things other clubs can't." Exactly, and then you you do less than those clubs do. Mm. It's a bit shit. It's, so, it's a touch embarrassing, isn't it? And, and obviously we spent a, a decent chunk of change on Van der Beek and. United tried to talk as though Bruno was part of the summer wage budget, didn't they? By, oh, we didn't expect to be able to sign anyone in January because... Like, Bullshit. Yeah. So they they sort of took that off, off the overall feed. I mean, whatever they? happens, progression we've made this season, come the end of yeah. it, we have to push on. And this is the mistake we didn't make in 2018. You know, when we finish second, we mm. have to push right, on now. Fred Delo and Lee Grant. Yeah, exactly. We, we have to push on. You're telling me that Lee Grant isn't the most versatile goalkeeper you've ever seen? Well, hey, he was none of our other keepers I've seen would... holding up the subs board. Right. He's got a job there Different. now. Do you think the, the third official went to him and was like, oh, do you fancy doing that? I can't be <laughs> I, think I he was have like, no idea. Excuse me, sir. Can I put the numbers in and hold that fella up? What, I'd like a six-year-old yeah. getting into the flight camp? Ollie was like, we've got a young lad here. He can't really get a job because he's not very good. Can he hold the board up? That's a little bollocks, that Joe, because it he's is. actually very good. Well, he's 30, he better be good. He's gone 30 grand a fucking week, Steve. He's right. on, is it, he's 36 now, isn't he? Is there? Something mad. Anywhere between 30 and He's on a coaching 60. staff next season. He's, staff he's on it now. Yeah, I was going to say, he better be on it already because he ain't but doing anything else. Like, if I just pulled three names out my ass and went Sancho, Neves, Harland. Mings, right? right? Just because you're not going to get free blockbusters, are you? So let's be okay. honest, someone's going to have to be Mings, right? Let's say it was those. Yeah. Mings probably starts. What, Mings and Maguire? Potentially. Two bulky lads there. Bulky boys. bulky boys. Bulky boys. Bulky boys, yeah. Couple bulksters at centre-back. Never starts. Sancho starts. Yeah. So even if Mings wasn't and he was like the third wheel, yeah. you've improved your 11. Yeah. And that's what you've got to do. You've got to improve your 11. I th- see, I think this summer has almost accidentally improved our eleven. Like bringing Tellers in has improved Luke Shaw and improved a rotational option in Tellers when he does play. Cavani has improved because he's been much better than Martial this I season. I think he was much better than any of us expected as well. Yeah, he came in and we're like, oh, there's a reason he scored three hundred and seventy well, career it. goals. Huh. Maybe world class players, even when they're a touch old, are really good. Mm. Although that didn't quite work out with Sanchez, so fuck knows what happened there. Yeah, that is... Unless it was just a pure Mourinho Falcao thing. Falcao Maria. Although Di Maria wasn't bad. He did play badly. You know, maybe you give Mourinho loads of attacking options and it doesn't make a fucking difference, as you kind of see him with, like, Son and Kane. Uh, we've got a super chat from Peter Kelly. said, can Liverpool really attract or afford Sancho without the ability to offer European football? <laughs> That'd be so good. Imagine <laughs> if they finished 10th or 15th or something. Here's the thing with Sancho as well, right? I can't state this strongly enough. Mm. Sancho will come to Manchester United in a heartbeat but United are the issue mm. United agreeing a fee with well, would Dortmund you say United are the issue or Dortmund are the issue because at the time I was fuming at United for not just spend the money get the player get him in if he's the one you want 120 just do million but looking back in the the year we've had and not to be all Covid all that because you know like United seem to come out and be like well you know don't affect us guys um, 
is it kind of good that for once United didn't just get bent over and pay over the odds for him? Because no. now we might be able to no, get him for not. 50 million less than that. Right, but we're not, are we? Well, we don't know. Okay, if we get him for 50 million... No, play... 50 million less than that, so 70 million. All right. If they get him for 70 mil, you yep. played a blinder. Yeah. Because that's a free extra player in theory. Now, we know our owners. That means that's extra dividends. Yeah. Whereas if it went straight into the team, I don't think anyone would have a problem with that. No. Uh, MG99 says if Fulham get relegated, I wouldn't mind Luckman. Uh, he looks pretty, looks like a decent player. Played well against United, didn't he? But, you know, there's a difference between lo- looking all right at Fulham and coming in and improving Man United. Yeah. Um, I do hope we get Sancho I mean, still. you've got to think about outgoings as well this summer. That's a good point. Oh, who's, who's on the way out? Philip Jones. Pogba. Mm. Probably Pogba. Oh, if, if you can find the right... The thing is, though, I don't think it's as done as as everyone's assuming it is. Because you've got to find someone willing to pay his not minimum wage. What's he on about 280? Reportedly. Uh, yeah, but what's he asking for? That's a good point, yeah. Because this is probably the big boy, isn't it? Yeah, this is your, your fat. He's 27 now. Yeah. They go down after this one. Yeah. If or not, they stay the same. Yeah, you, you, you're you looking for a fat old... Re- what pay, I mean, if you're ever going to get paid what, 400 grand a week, this is What you're time. looking for, cash player, straight cash. I mean, depends and you, who you, and you depends use that cash going, straight away it? to fund another transfer. If he's going to Juventus, you want cash. Unless it, I mean, even if it was Ronaldo, I think Pogba's... Ronaldo's not on the table. No. Not a prayer. So if it's, if it's Juve, you want cash. Real if Madrid. Real Madrid, Defender. Cash. Well, the, the, there might be a deal to be made with Real Madrid, um, with Varane's in the same situation, literally identical situation that Pogba's in. He's got like, just over a year left on his deal. He's refusing to sign it. There might be a swaps of Rooney that you can do because they're similarly... Uh, valued they're a similar age yeah and it worked perfectly last time it did, didn't we so why won't you do it again give a Mkhitaryan again we've yeah we've got, we'll, <laughs> we can we'll find get, a Mkhitaryan we'll get ourselves one Mkhitaryan Lingard Atarian. well someone said this on Twitter last night um, if you was trying to sign Jesse Lingard what would his price be now forgetting everything you know about Jesse Lingard and you look at the guy's performances the last like three week that's probably a 50-60 million pound player Especially yeah. with him being English, which automatically puts 20 million on top anyway. Yeah. Well, people are talking, you know, Ooh, Grealish is, all, is 90 million. Is here. But, you know, the, again, if you look... Swapping for Grealish. Oh, yeah, but you, in all honesty... Plus 20 million. You're going to struggle to get... 20 million. You're going to struggle 20. to get 30 million for Lingard. We ain't getting 30 million for Lingard, no. let alone Grealish swaps is. No. Um, I think we'll get 20. Uh, right, at, so at best. right, you be Aston Villa. Okay, no, I'll be Aston Villa. Hi, you Aston try Villa and, here. You, you try and buy Link Grealish off me for Link. Yo, Villa, how you doing, pal? Roads. Um, <laughs> we've we were just looking. Didn't we talk to a couple of transfer windows? Oh yeah, you found up about Jackie Grealish. Yeah, we still really like him. We know he likes driving when COVID's happening, and he puts videos and pictures Loves of up the M6 like. Well, he likes putting it up the M6 as well by some of the <laughs> pictures we've seen. Um, we think you know because he's. He has the, with these difficulties. We've come up with a, an idea of a, a swap. For oh, swapsies are right. Yeah, like a little funny swapsies. Who you got in mind, like? Well, we've got a very good midfielder who um, looks like he's leaving the club. Paul um, Pogba. Similar to Paul Pogba. Oh, right. He's friends with Paul Pogba. Oh, that's all right. In, in, in terms of quality, very similar to Paul Pogba. You might have heard of him. It's Jesse Lingard. Right. We give you him, you give us yours. Okay. So... How much would you be willing to pay for Jack Grealish without putting a player down? Without putting a player down, yeah. Probably talking seven or eight million. Easy. <laughs> and we think Lingard's worth more than that. Right. If you'd like to buy him, mm. we'll do it for 80. 18? 
It's 10 million more than eight we wanted. Zero. Oh, eight zero. Mm. That does seem a lot, doesn't it? But if you do want to do a swap, mm. we'll do it for 72. <laughs> right. All right. Go on, then. You can do it. You can have him. Have you seen how well, he's, how well he's played for three weeks? You've clearly not been watching the West Ham, who are above you in the league, might I add. I'm making it worse, aren't I? 76. And Jesse Lingard, you can have him. Deal. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one, that, isn't it? Going to be a tough trade. 70 million and Jesse. <sighs> nah, that's too much. 60 million and Jesse. 50 and Jesse. 50 and Jesse seems fine. 50 and Jesse, I think you might have a deal. That there. feels like a, a right thing to do, doesn't it? Would you do that? He's in South Manchester as well, so you know you're on the M60. Uh, you don't yeah. you don't travel far in it. Straight down the M6. Even. Yeah, you take. And also, if if Pogba is going, we're going to need someone in there, aren't we? Yeah. And I know Van der Beek's good, but as we've seen recently, it only takes one bad week of injuries, and we've literally got two midfielders left, or two set midfielders who play centrally left in Fred and Matic. So, yeah, I think we can't just let Pogba go and hope Van der Beek's going to replace him. Uh, Ross Murphy says, very good impression. Um, should we move on a little bit and talk about uh, uh, another topic that, that we've been looking at today? Is it the KFC pizza combination pizza? No, that was last night's topic. You you can give us a quick review of that. Shite. Okay, lovely. Popcorn, chicken, sweet corn and gravy all on top of a pizza hut. Uh, this podcast isn't sponsored by pizza. It is, in fact, sponsored by Windows 10, the greatest operating system ever put out by humanity. Still going over people's heads. Uh, thank you. Um, for anyone who'd like Windows 10, we do offer a discount. Manchester Evening News <laughs> has reported that David De Gea, the, uh, the Manchester, the your old favourite, not so good now, uh, has reported that uh, Dean Henderson may be interested in effing off if he isn't assured over his place as the first choice goalkeeper at Manchester United next season. Mm. Shall we? Shall we give you a bit of the uh, a bit of the article and then you can get your opinion on I don't it? Need any article? Okay. Of course. You think? Yeah. There's no Wait, way we can do it. How old is he now? He's like 25. I think he's younger than that, but. 23. Okay. He's frustrated by a lack of playing time in the Premier League and has no intention of playing second fiddle to De Gea again next season. Yeah. Do you know why that's come out? Because De Gea had another underwhelming performance where he's yeah. not doing the kinds of things that Dean Henderson does do. Mm-hmm. So here's what's happened. Dean Henderson, or his agent, because it's probably not Dean Henderson, mm-hmm. are putting stories into the papers to put a bit of pressure on the club. And I don't, I'm not mad at it, to be honest <laughs> with you. I understand it because he obviously wants to be, him and his <coughs> agent want him to be the first choice at Manchester United. And I think he's overtook De Gea maybe by like one, two percent. I don't think it's like an enormous sort of, I don't think he's, I don't think De Gea's like finished, get rid of him. Yeah. But I think if the, it's like this, it's like two lorries racing each other mm, up an hill. Down the A1. And you're like, yeah. Christ, one of them's going one mile an hour faster. Right. And that's Dean Anderson at the minute. I mean, I saw some against Chelsea dad last week. He was commanding his box and shouting out his instructions. Where do you see the hey ever do that? Mm. And I like that. And I want to see more of that. That's what a bat for. That's what a goalie should do. Not just stand there with his arms out all over the place saying mm. what's going on. I wanted to get your opinion on this, Steve. I agree with you there, by the way, Andy, that that's one thing De Gea never has had. And do you think now more than maybe ever, even including when Fergie was there, although less so, that our need for a goalkeeper that stays on his line, that is a great shot stopper, isn't as high as it has been. You know, now we play a bit further forward, we play higher up the pitch. We need someone that commands his box because yeah. the main way we concede are counter-attacks and set pieces. Whereas before under Jose and, and Louis, we, Jose in particular, we'd sit back, we'd sit on the edge of the box, he could make seven or eight shots a game. And look, world a game. class. Yeah. But when's the last time he had seven shots to save in a game? 
I can't think of it. No. And, and now what he has to do instead is claim his box and control his area. And that's just not something he's very and, good at. And kick off possession. Yeah. And we looked terrible last night against Newcastle. Trying to play out. It looked like under sevens who'd just been given the idea of what playing out was. Mm. And they were like, well, I've never tried this before. Well, apparently I get it and I give it him and then he gives it him. Mm. And, it, and it just looked disjointed. It looked like we'd never practiced it, which is mental because I'm sure we are practicing it. Even though some people in the comments now are like, well, we're definitely not. Mm. Um, but I'm sure we are practicing we it. But we look shite at it. Mm. Like, objectively shit at it. So, I think when Henderson plays, we don't actually look th- as noticeably shit at it. Mm. I know. We also see him coming out of his box. We also see him... You know, he started a counter-attack the other day. Mm. And we scored off it. Can you yeah. even think of once that's happened with Dave? Nope. I'm sure it has, but yeah, it, it certainly wasn't in the last seven days. Do you know, like yeah, I can't seven think years of this season. I can't think of that. It, that's not what he's good at, is it? And yeah, I just think Hayes' distribution used to be meant. This is why yeah. I think. I wonder if this has been a consequence of having like five different keeper coaches over the last few years because he was mega under Eric Steele. Hayes used to have like past that first little wave of an opposition press. Mm. He used to have a, a great little boop over the top of that, yeah. just a nice little dink into like. Carrick or someone like that and maybe that's the thing like you haven't got a Carrick for him to, to find every mm. time that's always available and then he would progress up the pitch of it they heard that for days out to the flank a little bit usually one of the fullbacks or into that sort of number six hole where Carrick was his distribution was really good of late since this like new rule change where you're allowed centre house in the mm. box it's kind of like just completely befuddled him and he looks awful doing it mm. like Manchester City in the League Cup last year was one of the worst performances I've ever seen from a United team. And a lot of it was down leg. to... Yeah, the, 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 well, the first half, if we're being serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it 3-0 at half-time? 3-0 at half-time. Absolutely bummed, right? When you see the likes of Phil Jones and De Gea just completely crumbling under the slightest of pressure from Manchester City. City weren't hammering us. Not pressing, at least. Anyway, yeah. they were hammering us at the match, but they weren't hammering us, pressing us. They were just sort of loosely marking us, mm. and we just crumbled. And then he would go long, and we're going long to, like, fucking Lingard and stuff, and you, and Rashford, and you're like, they're not winning headers. No. And the ball was just coming straight back, and it's keeping us under pressure, and it's those key moments in a game are the reason that you lose football matches. Do you think that that's how much of that do you put on De Gea though? Because obviously when we're playing like, obviously that game was another thing, but this season we're trying to play out from the back. Is that just the goalkeeper or is that, you know, the full defence and the defensive midfielders that are, that need to be improved there? Yeah, it's, it's not a 100% blame De Gea thing. Like you've seen him go to Fred in the sixth role and Fred drop it yeah. and like fall over and stuff. And you've seen, you know, certain players have been handling it quite well there. But mm. it, to me in the few game sort of sample size that we've got, when we play out with Henderson, and again, different opposition. You can't do A-B testing in football. It don't work like that. When we've seen Henderson do it, with, you know, with different opposition, admittedly, it doesn't look as forced. It looks more fluid. It looks more natural. He looks more confident doing it. It just looks better. It does look better, doesn't it? Um <clears throat> Who do you prefer out of Henderson and De Gea? Obviously, we haven't seen as much of Henderson, and De Gea has been great for United down the years. But do you think that United play a certain way that we need someone more like Henderson now? I think we do. It's coming to a crossroads now. Mm. Um, I think De Gea knows he's going to get a fight. He's, he's in for a fight, and uh, I would like to see more of Henderson between now and the end of the season. I mean, 
I mean, we play Thursday. I mean, mm. we got three big away games. It's well, surely Henderson's playing in that four 0 up. It, you yeah, know, it's almost unthinkable that United wouldn't go. No, through I'd rock the, the Casbah, man. Just play him Sunday. Would you? F- fuck him. Fuck the hay. I'm sorry, man. It's a big game. We need mm. big. We we need strong minds for Sunday at Chelsea because that is a six point for top four. Yeah, it's a tough game. Sorry, that sorry, the hay. Big old game, now. Yeah, it is. Big and old game. Big games all because obviously with their new manager and I don't think they've lost under him yet, have they? A couple of draws, a few wins. Is so. he in my ear saying big game? Yeah. Echo. He's not working Sunday, is he? Uh, he is, yeah. But he don't come on the watch-alongs because Cam, we're talking about, who's a Chelsea fan, he don't come on the watch-alongs because he gets too upset if he, lo- if he loses. Well, not only that, he got abused yeah. the last time he came 4-0, back. 4-0, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, we've got another uh, little transfer story as well to, to get into. Uh, Fiorentina's Nikola Milenkovic uh, apparently will go to England with United uh, the top suits for the centre-back and this is according to reports in Italy big boy he is a big boy six foot five. I don't know much about him particularly we were linked with him before we signed Harry Maguire he's a he's young lad only 23 years old do you think I mean what we know I, I don't know much about him personally I know he's Serbian he's I think six foot five big lad is that the sort of player we need or is it just mm. a good player regardless of, 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 of the type of player? Could be promising that. Could be promising. You need a beast at the back and then yeah. something to take the pressure off Harry. So uh, potential partner, who knows? What do you reckon? Do you know much about him? I've watched bits of him but no, no, I wouldn't be an expert on him. Uh, I've got to read, read this uh, comment out yeah, here from A from he says, build a report in the opposite to the Athletic about Sancho. So mm. Sancho's buying United? That's weird. No, Sancho's not buying United. Oh, wait. Oh, I don't know what the opposite of someone not buying a player is. Him but is buying them. He's, he's buying wow. United, isn't he? That's exciting. Wow. I didn't think he had the money. If he's oh. out hunting in Hattersley, oh, what you call it, mm. down Cheshire Way, yeah, then we're getting him. But <laughs> Yeah, it'd be interesting, isn't it? Because there's, uh, there's often these sorts of like, this story and then the opposite to that story. It, 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 on any given week, you see that. When was it with, with Pogba win? Two days before we signed him, Juve's chief came out. I was like, Paul Pogba, we've not even spoke to Man United. Two days later, he's signed for Man United. They always put out a counter as yeah. one, don't they? And there's, yeah. a, there's a music video, which you didn't do today. Yeah. <laughs> it's just been released. It must have been filmed <laughs> well in advance. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's always hard to know, isn't it? But, I mean, as far as David Ornstein, you know, his reliability goes, David Ornstein is certainly toward the top of that list, isn't he, in, in England? But you can only report what you're told. Yeah. And if you're given false information... You give them false information. Mm. And that's the thing, unless you're... I mean, even if you're Raiola in a deal, you can still be wrong because the club can mm. screw you. You know, the opposition club can screw you. The No, if you're an agent, it's not like the player's going to screw you on it. But it's like, possible, I'm sure. Yeah, it, it can go tits up at any moment in a deal. You can fail a medical and not happen. Yeah. So I, I can't believe people go, oh, trust me, this transfer is going to happen. What, are you are you in all four corners of this conversation? And in this guy's knees yeah, and right. ankles. You can't say that. You can. All, the only thing you can say is that the interest is real. That bid is likely. To you be don't real. believe it till they're holding up the shirt, man. It. That's it. Yeah, you can never be certain, can you? Um, and also, the whole thing of having that safety net of if the right op deal becomes available, United would still be interested. To me, just sounds like United going play it cool, play it cool. I'm don't, not going to ring her. Not going to ring her. I've just dropped her off. Yeah. I heard you get in. All right, you dropped me off. Yeah. Did you get in all right? I saw you. You saw me come through the door. I know, but then there's the stairs up to you. <laughs> okay, see ya. I'm, drink, I'm driving and I'm on the phone. Um, yeah, I think we're being a bit... Um, <laughs> Needy, Callum. Needy's a little bit and also a little Klinger. bit... 
covering all bases with that. It's like United aren't as interested in Sancho unless he becomes available for a decent fee, which is surely that was always the case. Surely we would only sign him if he was available for a fee United deemed worth paying anyway. 70 million, that's it. Eight to a, pat, at a pinch, mm. no more, no less. That's a lot though, isn't it? Yeah. 80, no more, no less. So, no less. It's so much money. It is so much. It's madness. But didn't City just, City spent 60 on Diaz, didn't they? Right, yeah, under the like, radar, Lee. City don't do the record signings. All they did with Mares. I mean, I, I was listening to a commentator the other day going, "Oh, City don't get the credit that they got that they deserve for uh, the way they've like managed and like that Mares has get for playing well." You're like, you bought him for seventy five million. Mm. I'm pretty sure that was what you tried to buy. Yeah. What, like, what, what's what the else surprise did you expect? Here? Like, oh, we've took a real gamble on this proper up and comer for seventy five million. Yeah. Like. It's not 400 grand, is yeah, it? It's not, it was a stalemate and he only paid the 60, didn't he? Now he's worth but that. Outside yeah. of him, they don't usually do the 100 million pound signings. They've not entered that sort of realm, really. They did a bit early doors, uh, Mansour era. They did. They was buying like Lescott for 24 million. When, you know, that was madness. That was like, you know, a shade under the, the top price for defenders at the time. But latterly, they've sort of, you know, done pretty good work finding out the release clause of players, very good players, and then been paying like 40 to 50 million sort of mark for for very, very good players. And then they bought four of them for every position, mm. and now you're wondering why they look unbeatable. Yeah, they've got like hundreds of millions you know, worth of players sat on the bench. You know, how many players has Pep had? Is it like 30? Something ridiculous. We're still playing with Fergie's players. Yeah, sad that, isn't it? Fergie's. That is still all right. I mean, Eight years ago, he fucked off yeah. and left us. I mean, City, if they want, we'll have to pay over that 100 million bar- Barry if they want Ireland. Well, he's got a release clause, hasn't he, next season? So but if, if they want to buy him this year, you probably pay more than that release clause to get Dortmund him Dortmund probably sell if you, if you slap like a one on the table. Then, you know, their business model is sell our best players all the time. Yeah. So you know, I'm sure they take it. Yeah, we've got another story here from the Mirror uh, talking about United. Set to raid Derby County's Academy for three teenagers. <laughs> now, we've already seen Mengi go the other way. Obviously, Rune is the manager of Derby, for anyone who, who doesn't know. Um, apparently, we're, we're talking uh, about a 750 grand windfall, which I think is basically compensation uh, for the likes. Uh, uh, well, there's a few players that they're talking about. Um, but rather than it going to a tribunal and all that sort of stuff, United are kind of going to go, we think this is fair, and Derby will go, so do we. Um, well, it's because the FA usually set the price. Uh, the, the price is actually known beforehand. Like, if he's made X amount of 23 appearances, yeah, there's, a, 20, what, there's like, like a graph England thing. Yeah, li- literally, like, you can just go, who is it? That's how much you're going to pay. Like, And it's quite low. I think it should be a little higher, especially if you're like a Premier League team. And maybe they should do it a little bit like American sports do. Or like, not the draft, but like, if you come bottom, you get first pick. Mm. Yeah. Like, so if you're City, United, Liverpool, or you're bigger Premier League teams, yeah. let's say you're finishing the Champions League spaces, maybe that means that if you're buying a Derby County Academy player, you pay a million pound more than West Ham would. Mm. Or something like that. You know, and if you're, you know, a Premier League team, maybe it's a million, maybe it's two if you're in the top, maybe it's like 500 grand if you're in a championship club. Say it like that rather than just, it's the same price for MK Dons as United. Well, that's a mm. little bollocks, isn't it? It is, but then I suppose the other side of that will be any club who's going to lose their uh, players will only want to lose them to big clubs because they get more money for that player. Yeah, well, so that You're kind not of going to have um, a player poaching downwards because the player's not going to say yes to that. 
No, but it's if you know a team who might be bigger than, let's say, it's Bristol City, and then the team who wants their player is Sheffield United. They're bigger than Bristol City, but they still haven't got the money of Man United available to them. I know what you mean. Something where it's instead because of all the best players like going to all the best teams, and it's not even at some cases because if you get them at like fourteen and fifteen, yeah, there's like a fucking minute error to pay. Yeah, like yeah. it's pathetic, yeah. and especially when you think, you know. There's so many great players. If you look at the England squad as the only sort of metric we can on this, mm. because we're talking about English football in the main. When you look at the makeup of that England squad, there's maybe a ha- half a dozen players at best in the entire squad out of like the 26 mm. that came through at an academy, stayed at academy that entire way yeah. and made it into the first team, like, like Marcus did. Yeah. Very often they either went out on loan yeah. to get experience at a lower level or they started at a lower level and moved up, Chris like Deli Ali or Chris Martin or something yeah. like that, or Vardy. Or you know, Vardy's the extreme example yeah. of that. But well, there's plenty of examples. Yeah, like people that. that have come for at League One, League Two, yeah. or Championship, and then moved into a Premier League club, or blah 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 blah. And I think that there's something in getting minutes at that lower level. So I would want, um, like, literally, we just had uh, Mason Holgate and mm. um, Ben Godfrey on the Rio Ferdinand podcast with us. Now, Mason was on trial at United from Barnsley. Yeah. And he didn't want to sign for United. Because he'd already played first team for Barnsley and he was not like, bad. am I going to go is he back? Bar- is he from Barnsley? I'm not sure where he's from. Oh. He's, I think he's a Yorkshire lad though. You'd know if he was from Barnsley with the accent. It's not a strong accent he's got. Bastard. But he said, you know, he was thinking, so this was when Marcus made his debut, he was like 2016, he was on trial at United. And he he had the, the mental clarity to go, I don't want to come here mm. because I'm just going to be moved into the 23s and then probably bend in three years. Yeah. He's like, I've already played first team here, so I'm not going back playing under 23s. Mm. Um, so he got injured in his first game and then never pursued going back. Um, so I think there's something in just getting minutes, mate, mm. at 18 to 21. And I think you'll have a, a stronger sort of whole game and you'll have a stronger national team. Not like you have a fuck about national team, but it makes you know, all the league stronger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you can allow like your Barnsley's and you know, your Shrewsbury's and stuff, mm-hmm. to keep hold of their better youngsters and not see them go to City and Chelsea when and United well, and stuff like that. These lads who are, the reason they haven't been mentioned in this article is because they're both, the three of them are under 15. So it's not even like they get to 17s, 18s, you know, 23s is a different matter entirely, but they don't even get to that level because before they're good enough to prove that they can, they're nabbed off and taken to, to United and City and Chelsea as well. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I like a lot of people saying like you got to have the some sort of B team, second tier Premier League thing, so you can get these players experience. And I get that, and I understand that from a Premier League club perspective. Mm. But I also think that if just allow players to develop at other clubs, like it doesn't necessarily mean that they're getting better or worse mm. coaching at fucking Chef Wednesday versus United. Obviously, once you get them, you know, through the academy and into the first team, that might be different then. But there's there's clearly something in developing them and getting them game time at a lower level because the England squad alone tells you that. Apart from Trent, when was the last time Liverpool brought for an academy player to international level? Can you even think? Gerard. Well, Carragher was literally doing some, and he, he went, you know, Liverpool have brought loads of players through. He said this in the last 10 years, yo, me, Gerard, and Trent. Mm. And I was like... That was 20 years ago. Yeah, what are you on about? Yeah. 
That was literally 20 years ago. It's yeah. the law, isn't it? It's the law of the club. I mean, mm. did, he, did these lads want to come, come see a night from Derby or are the family pushing him to mm. come here? So you don't know. No, you don't know. Um, right, that's going to be all from us, I think. Uh, we'll wrap it up there. United, obviously, in, after Jaden Sancho, but not unless it's cheap, Steve. That's, I mean, that's basically the story, isn't it? United don't want him anymore. Unless he's for a good fee, then we do want him. Penny pinches FC. Oh, Penny oh, pinches as, FC. As someone else said, Builder reported that Sancho's buying us, apparently. Great. That may or may not be a complete misreading of the situation, but we'll roll with it. I think it might be. Uh, It'd be good. Cheers for joining us, Steve. Cheers for coming on uh, as well, Andy. We're going to be bringing all the uh, build-up to United against Sociedad and, of course, a huge game of the weekend, United like the video. Chelsea. Make sure you like the video as well if you've enjoyed the video. Thank you uh, to everyone for Super Chats and for commenting. Uh, getting in there as well uh, let us know what you think let us know if you think it's time to move on from Sancho whether a striker and a centre-back should be the priorities and let us know what you think about De Gea and Henderson as well is it time for Henderson to get a, a few games in a row because a lot of pundits and a lot of people are starting to swing that way now I think aren't they um, right once again thank you for joining me lads we'll see you in a bit Sports Social Podcast Network it is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.